The War Chant Wrap is presented by Vitamin Energy, energy with benefits. Visit vitaminenergy.com, promo code WARCHANTBOGO to buy any item and receive one of equal value for absolutely free. Vitamin Energy is operated by Florida State alums. Shake it and take it, vitaminenergy.com. WarChant TV, WarChant.com, Irish O'Fell, managing editor of WarChant.com, the ultimate selling sports horse, Aslan Hajavani, director of digital media. Cool title, kids. Thumbs up, subscribe, all that good stuff. Nova Southeastern, Davie, Florida, technically, Correct. Ira. All these buses behind us contain the Florida State football team. They still got like 85-ish guys on this team. They're out here to play Georgia, their first bowl practice here in South Florida as they get ready for the game on the 30th against Georgia, the Orange Bowl. Uh, Ira, I guess the first thing that kind of stood out to me, uh, other than the, the cavalcade of cars here, was, I don't know, man, I guess if you paid me $8 million a year, I could still act like everything is okay and normal. Uh, Mike Norvell, Adam Fuller, I mean, the coaches are doing every single thing we've ever seen from them, whether it was week one, week six, ACC championship, or this bowl game. They're still dialed in. Yeah, I think it's like if, you, if you're in a family situation and maybe your parents are having some tough times, but everybody tries to act like everything's fine. And uh, this is a football team, like you said, they probably have 80-something players, including walk-ons available. Scholarship numbers might be closer to 50-something in that ballpark. Um, but, you know, they, they're still going to play the game. And Mike Norvell, as the leader of this team, still has to operate as if everything's okay. And, you know, the big news, obviously, was St. Rodemaker, who was expected to start a quarterback, is not making the trip, is not here but they do have a new quarterback on the roster. Uh, Luke Cromenhawk, the four-star talented freshman, is actually practicing this week. Jordan Travis is here as well watching uh, on his scooter. And so it's it's kind of a combination of some things feel normal. Like you said, all the buses, the cavalcade of uh, motorcycle officers from the local law enforcement agencies. Uh, they got that black SUVs over there for the, for the coaches and support staff. Um, but who's actually going to play in the game is is obviously a different story. Croman Hawk, quarterback of the future, after the, the reps that we saw? The, the, after what we saw, <laughs> yes. I'm, he is the guy. Croman Hawk in 2024. Now, it was good to see him out there. Um, he's obviously, uh, you know, I'm sure there were a lot of nerves going on his first practice. Tony Tokar's quarterback's coach was, you know, trying to kind of talk him through some things and calm him down a little bit. It would be a nerve-wracking experience in any situation, and he's not going to play in this game, but he is here practicing, and, and uh, you know, he's a guy that was finishing high school just a few weeks ago in Savannah, Georgia. So I'm sure there's a lot of emotions going on. Just being here on a bowl trip with a college football team has got to be a lot going on. I literally think he didn't even have a chance to like do a walkthrough in Tallahassee. Like when they were going through drills that you'll see in the B-roll that we play, I mean, like he's being instructed like this is what we like to do in this drill. So I mean, it's it's getting fed through a fire hose. But uh, physically, spun it for those few reps. So things are looking bright on that future. Obviously, huge network of alumni down here. We saw some former players here on the on the sidelines as Florida State does again practice. Uh, we weren't able to see period three like we usually do. It's 15 minutes, and then we were straight out of there. Uh, seemingly, though, I, I feel like the defense still has most of its shape, though. So I guess, you know, and that's kind of what led the day in those last few games of the season. So if, if you want something to hold on to, it just seems like at least the defense, we think, hopefully able to rise up for uh, most of the 60 minutes, we would hope. Yeah, I mean, and if you're watching this, you guys already know a lot of the top playmakers on offense have already opted out. They're getting ready for the NFL. The Johnny Wilsons and Jaheim Bells and Trey Bensons and, and a lot of those guys and some other offensive players have gone into the portal as well, including Tate Rodemaker. But defensively, that's where the bulk of the team is still pretty well pretty well intact. Um, you know, we'll see what, what it looks like against Georgia, but at least that does give you a fighter's chance. You know, it, it, Georgia's offense is good. They've got a couple of great players. We'll see if they all play. Um, but this, if y'all this, don't have to. You don't have to play if you don't want to. Yeah, if you guys want to sit this out, 
old Bowers, and yeah. you guys can chill. But it's a, uh, you know, this defense, I think, with what it's con- constructed of currently, I think they're going to they keep them in games against most teams they play against. The challenge, obviously, is going to be offensively. All eyes right now are on Brock Land, who's now expected to start at quarterback. He's out there as well, obviously. And he's now the grizzled veteran leading those quarterback reps uh, all four months of his, uh, well, I guess going back to the spring, he's been on campus now for uh, almost a full year there's six billion people on this planet, Ira, so I, I don't know who's got the good and the bad karma and if they're living a life that they deserve or don't deserve, but it's hard to imagine that there's any person less deserving of the fate they've been handed in the last three weeks than, than Mike Norvell. When we spoke to him, he mentioned that the previous two weeks were the hardest two weeks of his coaching life, maybe. I don't think it stopped. It hasn't gotten a whole spoke. lot better. It hasn't. It, but, again, like he is putting on the brave face. I mean, the players that are, are here are energized and going through everything seemingly the, the, the way they have. Um, I mean, I guess – is it a testament just to his consistency or his approach, just the fact that he still is seemingly giving everything he has to this program in this moment? Yeah, I mean, I think any any leader would try to do this, but but especially him, because that is kind of so, such a big part of his message as a leader is the response and how you handle, how you control what you control, how you handle situations is what defines you. It's not those situations. So it would be really hypocritical and hollow if he were to be walking around like, woe is me, okay. how did I end up in this situation? Uh, but you got to give him credit. I mean, everything, like you said, in a normal practice that we would have seen the week before they played Miami is what we're seeing out there today. He started the practice by racing the defensive lineman. He was taunting uh, Dante Anderson, who's from, from uh, Homestead, Florida. That he beat him in his hometown in their race, and Dante true. said, "No, that's not true." true. Uh, so, but you know, he's still doing the race, still coaching up guys. We've got some. We'll have clips from the beginning of practice where he's as intense as ever. His position coaches and coordinators are as intense as ever. So, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, and you wonder if some of these guys will rally around each other and, and give, you know, the best effort they can. I think there's a perception in the fan base, and probably in the media, that this is a defeated team even going into the game. Uh, you'd like to think maybe they'll rally around each other. Yeah, we'll see. As you mentioned, you get to see Jordan around here, all the yes. other familiar faces. So we'll speak to Alex Atkins and a lot of the guys on offense on offense tomorrow morning. And I think we also get Georgia defensively. They're uh, Glenn Shulman, their defensive coordinator, and some of their players. So we'll have continuing coverage down here. Uh, any other things on your mind here, Ira? So we uh, check in with everybody day full one, full day one out here in South Florida. Your roots. I, I think, uh, yeah, we might, maybe we'll he's take a tour. Ma- he's already bumping into three people that he knows somebody and knew somebody. He's the godfather of 305, yeah, maybe this we'll, guy right Maybe here. we'll take a tour of the 305 later today and see yeah. if we uh, if we come out of that unscathed. But uh, no, I think we just need to take our talents to South Beach, Aslan. Okay. I think that you're going to find us in South Beach the rest of the, the rest of the trip. No, we'll have plenty of coverage of stories. Aslan's got videos coming. And uh, like you said, we'll have a lot of interviews uh, starting tomorrow leading up to press conferences with Mike Norvell and Kirby Smart and others in the programs. And we are keeping a pulse on the transfer portal, everybody. Trust us. So wouldn't it be bad news, bad time to drop some good news? <laughs> Cam Moore, DJ Uingalale, whoever's out there is interested. So stay connected to WarChant.com, portal coverage, recruiting coverage, and game coverage of the Orange Bowl, the 90th Orange Bowl uh, between Georgia and Florida State down here in South Florida. Fryer, I'm Aslan. Thanks for watching. Hit that thumbs up on the way out, please.